in, in, in psychology it's called it everything is a projection. Yeah. So what what we see in the outer world is always an opinion. Yeah. It's it's never we, we're not able to see the truth. Yeah. We only we are only able to see our truth. <laughs> yeah, so so true. <laughs> we we see our own label on something that must be the truth yeah. which we cannot see. So we see a projection. So we only see ourselves. So if you see something beautiful or you see someone who is very talented, then it's a reflection of your unconscious mind. So that's always a good thing. Then you see your own talent. You see your own potential. You see your own beauty. Welcome, listeners, to a new episode of Podcast The Connection. This time, a really special episode for me because I'm sitting here with the men for people who don't know me personally and also uh, Maurice not. Uh, Maurice is my mentor. Uh, he became my mentor when I played hockey at the highest level. Uh, when I got injured, uh, when I got injured, shin splints for two years already, and we know in each other from I think I was fourteen, so almost ten years now. And uh, yeah, it's a really special episode for me because uh, Maurice is uh, yeah, like maybe one of the most valuable persons in my life uh, would teach me so many lessons and uh, really grateful for him in uh, general as a person uh, to uh, to have you. So it's uh, special to have you here on the episode. Um, and uh, I will introduce, and Maurice of course will introduce himself uh, shortly, uh, but the purpose of this episode is uh, like, in my opinion, Maurice is one of the best mentors uh, worldwide, uh, and I'm, of course, subjectively a bit, uh, uh, how do you say, um, I had so many advantages from him in my life, so I know I'm not really subjectively uh, or judging objective objectively, um, but we want today to talk about making great things happening from your ideas and dreams in a structured way, uh, but we are talking always about so many different topics. Sometimes we are a bit difficult to follow, so we try to keep a red line and a headline to follow. Um, but that's the purpose of today, from your ideas, from your dreams, creating something, making your vision becoming a reality, uh, which Maurice for five years now, as I have him as a mentor, kind of make me do of what I am doing uh, with my project at the moment, besides of my studies. Uh, and the fundament is uh, joy and fun. Uh, and that's why uh, I call it play which I learned from you, uh, which is a kind of the highest intelligence you can do. Um, sounds maybe a little bit fake, I know, but we are going to start right now. So Maurice, uh, thank you first of all for your time. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, can you tell the listeners who don't know you a little bit of your background and the introduction of you? Yeah, first, thanks for having me and thanks for the great uh, compliments. Um, You're welcome. Which are not true. <laughs> because eventually you do everything yourself. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> the introduction I, I of you. To, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have to, you get, have to, used, talk about I have to yeah. get used to to speaking English to you because, That's like true. you said, we know each other for many years and we never spoke um, in English. We use English else. terms. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so, what was the question? Something the introduction. about myself. Yeah, yeah. That's what I am as a as a coach and and, and therapist are not. Um, I'm not used to talking about myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, what can I tell about myself? Um, you want to know something about my background? Yeah, where you were raised, how did you oh, get your first, your sports career, your tennis? 
Okay, where will studies? I start? Where will I start? Um, Just the short uh, summary. Uh, the, the the summary I, I I studied I was I was quite an easy learner, so I didn't um, I didn't find it difficult to study, um, but the problem was that um, it that it didn't matter what I studied, so I didn't mind if I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So I studied too long something that I didn't like. So I studied law and tax law. And then in the <laughs> end, I found out that it wasn't at all what I wanted to learn about. Why not? Um, I didn't really know why not, but I knew that the path that was laying ahead of me, uh, the corporate business world, um, earning money for other companies, um, it felt like a prison. So in the end of my study, I, I had to stop. I think I only had to do one one more exam and I I felt I had to leave. Um, before that, years before that, I suffered from um, severe um, migraines a few days a week. And in that time there were no there was no medication. So which time are we talking about? 90s, 70s, 80s, 90s? Um, I think 80s. 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 Um, so I start ser- started searching. I started searching um, in all kinds of Eastern medicine. I started searching in the um, uh, meditation, uh, yogic, uh, yoga practices. Um, so when I was 16, 17 years old, I started looking for answers yeah i was a little bit depressed and not very much but i had struggles questions i had a lot of questions and now i started looking yeah i started searching and without the internet the invention of the internet without the internet i know my first very occult uh book i found somewhere in a basement (laughs) in a private um private bookstore somewhere and it was called the Yoga Sutras. There were texts from, I think, 5,000 years ago. Oh, okay. And I didn't understand anything. <laughs> but I felt that um, there was something in there that I wanted to know more about. And there was one word in Sanskrit that struck me. And that word is um, Kaivalya. And Kaivalya means liberation, salvation, freedom. And that resonated with me, that I felt there, there is some truth in there, and yeah. I want to know what it is. Yeah. There is more uh, possible. And from there, I, I didn't stop searching, studying ancient um, literature. Um, and what kind of ancient literature? Was it Buddhism? Was it or At first, the yoga. I, I really dived deep in the... What was called the Raja Yoga? That was the the the, the because now we know yoga more from the postures, the physical uh, postures. Yeah, but there is a, a real deep uh, philosophy behind it, and I started s- studying that, and I wanted to make it more and more practice practical. Mm-hmm. Um, so I studied that. Then I studied all kinds of. Um, psychological coaching uh, and but then uh, my, our first child was born in 90 
I think it's now and uh, now it's 27 years ago. Yeah. So I don't know exactly. We sell s- <laughs> s- some or is some. Yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. Some still. So I had to make money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, so then I started um, a furniture shop with my brother, and that became very successful. And besides that business, I, I, I grew and learned more. And then I started my own practice as a coach and a therapist. Yeah. So, so for how long are you a coach? You're a mentor, a life coach, a business coach, fitness coach? Because your your wisdom is applicable uh, I th- I think to all kind of fields. That's what's so interesting about it. I think it. we are that before um, we, n- we call ourselves that way. You are You are a coach for other people already, even if you do not call yourself a coach. Yeah. And I think you you said even if you in, in your darkest times yeah. you helped people other people with the things you said. Yeah. 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 So, so in fact most of the time we're not aware of the impact we have. About on, on, on just giving on, on advice, lessons, giving tips. Advice. Like also you can say when you're a, f- uh, a breakup of your friend with his uh, girlfriend for a few years yeah. relationship ending some tips, advice, uh, you help him. It's also or coaching, just, right? Yeah. Or just by telling your own story. Yeah. And inspiring someone with your own story. Yeah. And how you're dealing with it. And, and how, how can you explain it? Because it's so difficult to explain in clear words and with science also to uh, w- what does inspiration, kind of what, w- when you make a spark, when you read the first book, you just told us about the yogi. It sparked that that word sparked something in you that resonated with you, but like, yeah. How how would you describe that? How what's your view on that? It's it's a kind of um, how do you say that in English? Is it rec- recognition? Yeah, recognizable, recognizable. That you, you recognize it. That something something clicks and and you remember it. It it's um, it resonates with your own truth. Yeah, and sometimes we need a book or another person to give words to what we know deep down deep down what we believe but we were not able to give words to yeah. and that's what i found or in, in what was books. unconscious and which we didn't know it was yeah. there and then we need someone in a book or or to, life to light it up to 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 give words to something that yeah. we, we already knew yeah yeah i think that is what i did with you as well yeah, I, I maybe maybe you maybe it's interesting to explain it sh- like shortly. Uh, you know, my first time I was nineteen. I am twenty years old, twenty four almost, really old now, <laughs> but um, uh, and still a student, fortunately. But um, like I was nineteen when uh, I came for the first time for a real project, uh, like um, um, a real schedule, uh, a real training ship with you, mm-hmm. traineeship, you can say. Uh, to invest mentally, uh, invest yeah, invest mentally in myself in dealing with that was the question. Eh? I wanted yeah. to get rid of my injury because I was at a point from a talent that youth hockey player to making it to a first men's team in the highest division of the Netherlands, um, and also potentially you know uh, from selections from youth uh, eh, national youth teams to the the, the bigger ones. And to reach the Olympic Games, that was my dream. And I, uh, you know, I told you, like, I want to go to the Olympics. That's my dream. Yeah. And then I realized, uh, because of you, it wasn't my dream. But yeah, for me, it's now logic, but it's so unclear for me. Because at 12, I remembered when I was at a, uh, a hockey camp in summer holidays where my, you know, my parents just uh, say, oh, have fun there. And uh, one week with uh, international people, a uh, few from Spain and 
really lots of fun. And we had one mental coach, I remember, clinic from a guy and you had a, um, a brick, a wooden brick, and you needed to cut it with your hand. Mm. But before you had to break it, you needed to write what your biggest value or your goal or your dream was in 10 years. And I remember, <laughs> it's a fun story, all the girls, almost now, 90% of the girls wrote uh, a heart, love, you know? Mm -hmm. I was with, you know, the, my friends of that camp, I was like, <laughs> that's stupid. You, what do you want with a heart? You can do anything with it, you know? <laughs> and I wrote, uh, maybe some some people were from my friends wrote money, lots of money. And I wrote, I remember uh, playing in a Dutch national hockey squad and, and going to the Olympics. And then I cut it and it, nah, like maybe I, subconsciously was like, oh, that's why I need to do it. But maybe you can t tell shortly the question, how, how, how do you remember me at 19? Um, but you had a lot of questions. <laughs> About? You wanted, you wanted proof. You wanted proof um, if, if you're really talented and if your belief in yourself uh, was based on um, the truth. Yeah, scientific or measurements <laughs> or whatever, yeah. <laughs> or that it was just in your head. And what I remember and what I see with lots of my clients is that they focus on one specific goal, which they think will fulfill everything they want. And so they got, got fixated on that specific goal where what I know and what I see is that we want to give shape um, to certain values and we want to experience certain feelings. And what our mind does is it creates a um, concrete goal where we think that's how we can get those values uh, realized and those feelings um, realized as well. Realized as well. So it's always in my work. It's it's very difficult to get people um, get a little distant from from the the goal they come with to be open to bigger goals, bigger realizations than you can imagine when you. Um, when where you come up with yourself, yeah, yeah. And, and you were an example of of uh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> how I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. You know, that's also the you know the main reason why I started it one year ago, and still the main reason is indeed to bring values and lessons I learned, which I'm really grateful for from the people I met and the people who worked with me, to you know everybody who can listen through technology to this podcast, and uh, to uh, that's why I wanted to have you today uh, on this episode. Uh, uh, apart from that, it's a special one for us uh, as individuals. But um, that's what I need. I remember, and that's basically indeed. Can you maybe explain briefly your 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 vision or your mission about what you just told about the values and, and feelings which people do, uh, put into one goal or a few? Okay, <clears throat> a little bit about my f my vision. Yeah, it's it's rather extreme. Um in the sense that I truly believe in, in infinite possibilities um, and that the only thing that limits the possibilities are is our own mind, is yeah. what we believe um, that is possible. So if we can stretch that, if we can stretch our belief, 
then we make room for more possibilities to come in our, our lives. And in regard to values, I believe that we shouldn't choose between values between our what do values. you mean with that specifically i know what you what mean I, what i mean is that people sometimes think um i had a, a, a training session this week with a group um online still um and there was an example of someone that believed that um she had to make a choice between uh, fitting in a group, mm-hmm. being part of a group, mm-hmm. or being authentic herself. Mm-hmm. So being true to who she really was. Mm-hmm. So she has to make what she believed um, a, a compromise or a choice. So I have to adapt a little bit for connection. And that's a value to be connected, to feel love, to, to, to be accepted. And and the other value is being true to who I really am. Yeah. Um, like you said in the car when we drove here, um, I don't know what is in English, but you said it in Dutch. It was very clear. You can say it. <laughs> I will translate it if I can. I don't know. I don't know what you're going to say. So I'm curious to it as well. Ik heb scheid aan alles. Oh yeah. Uh, I've shit to everything. No, that's not a good that's translation. Not a good no, translation. it basically is you. Yeah, um, in a in in the essence, uh, because Dutch people who are listening it think they they can interpret it also in a, in a negative way, but in a positive way, meaning that I don't care anymore. Not when I was nineteen. No. Not two years ago. One year ago, a certain period. Yes, before my target period, but I don't care about the opinions. Uh, or the advice of others when it doesn't resonate with my own wisdom. That's sure. basically how I can shortly, yeah. and not to say I know everything better, although I must admit sometimes I I think that, but of course I know deep down I'm also rational. I don't know a lots of things and lots of people in certain fields know way more about it than I do. However, and I and I always am open because I listen. But when, for example, to give to go back to when I was 19, I was so. Uh, dependent on the advice and the opinions of my youth coaches in my previous career about what they saw in my potential yeah. as a hockey player, that I played the way they kind of give me uh, a level, you know, like, uh, oh, this is level A, B, C, Maurice is level B, B, C, top B, some A. And depending, and it was, you know, f- because everybody has an opinion. Yep. And if you let yourself, you know, I was so dependent always on opinions of others. If you, you know, are you, your, your actions and your thoughts and your conviction, your habits are in line with all these different opinions, you become crazy. Yep. I didn't become crazy, but I was like confused. That's why I had so many questions. And now I am, yeah, or more you, wise. Or you become crazy or you come become uh, imprisoned. Yeah, by, exactly. By all the imp- Bo- or both, uh, and I think I was both a bit. And sometimes th- that were even even things people s- have said to you um, many years ago, and they still yeah. resonated with you. Yeah. So that's that's what I mean. That yeah. To, to give you, you one example, you to give you to what you, about you're saying, for example, one uh, youth coach when I, I got selected from the Dutch national team under 16, I got injured and I didn't make the selection, but I was 
I thought the injury had nothing to do, except apart from the uh, the end of the result, nothing uh, did nothing to do with the selection. I did. I wasn't chosen. I felt untalented. Mm. I believed. Uh, I believed. Oh, if I didn't get uh, the Dutch uh, selection of the Dutch national team under 16, why can I make it to the? You know, for me it was really logic. If I am now not in the top, you know, 15 players, yeah, why, my Olympic dream. Then I can say goodbye to it. So then I became. Before I wasn't really a dependent, but that hated something that 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 was my first real disappointment, like sport career wise, and that hit me so hard. I wasn't depressed, but I had a few months to recover from it, yeah. needed necessary, and that's what you mean because one coach told me. Yeah, but Maurits, I don't think you will make the Dutch national team, to be honest. Yeah. And it's like it's like a poison. Yeah. Words can be like a poison or a, a medicine. Yeah. And I don't think we realize enough the 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 power of words, the power of intentions. Definitely. That's Definitely. Because you su- you suffered many years from some of those words. Yeah, which you like not you not not important. all the day, but at some in some, some matches and yeah. some trainings moments, yeah. and some important moments in a in a match, they came up, and and they imp- kind of imprisoned me. But on the other hand, it's always like this that it words from others only hurt us when we somewhere believe them ourselves. They they reflect a nef- negative thought about ourselves. Yeah. So we can also use it to to understand that if that touches me and so you cannot do that when you're very young but if it touches touches me it's it must mean that mm. somewhere uh, I believe something like that about myself. Yeah. So then you can can take that and and change that belief. Yeah. And and so to switch the other way around, because we talk about the negative, of course, impacts, which is normal. We are also like our amygdala, like as from an evolutionary stand of point of view, is used to make us aware of danger and things which can potentially harm us. Yeah. And we think uh, that's really strange. In fact, when I think about it right now, that words can potentially harm us because we can uh, become left by the group. And in in back in the days, like three hundred thousand years ago, when we appeared in the earth. We were dependent on living in a group, so words from others which didn't like us, meaning potentially death or danger. But we can also use it on the other hand, indeed, on the positive side, and that's indeed what the episode, eh, like making great things happen, making your your values and your beliefs, which you also, like your unconscious layer exists of both, eh, the spectrum. Sure. Yep. But we are mostly aware of the negative ones, but we also are not aware of the positive ones. And if we somehow see, I remember, and I want you to explain it, that if we so see something about a, a certain, for example, I see a brilliant player of uh, action of Frankie de Jong, Barcelona's mm-hmm. midfielder. Yep. You told me, that says something about you, not about Frankie. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Can you, you know what my question is, can you explain it? <laughs> I hope I can sp- explain it. <laughs> Um, if we if we look at the science um, and, and and very concept um, conceptual thinking conceptual thinking, then it's known that we can only see we can really only see what we expect that is there, and in essence, we can only see what we are. We can only see a reflection of who we are. are. Yeah. So if you see something beautiful, it's 
in, in, in psychology it's called it everything is a projection. Yeah. So what what we see in the outer world is always an opinion. Yeah. It's it's never we, we're not able to see the truth. Yeah. We only we are only able to see our truth. <laughs> yeah, so so true. <laughs> we we see our own label on something that must be the truth, yeah. which we cannot see. So we see a projection. So we only see ourselves. So if you see something beautiful or you see someone who is very talented, then it's a reflection of your unconscious mind. So that's always a good thing. Then you see your own talent. You see your own potential. You see your own beauty. And if you see something bad in the world, that's the same thing. You see something you are afraid of in yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so if you clear that up, then there comes automatically um, a more beautiful world for yourself. True. I definitely agree with it. And to 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 add on, uh, I, I want I want to wait. Otherwise, I will forget it. Yeah. Um, because I find it so, um, so beautiful that when you came to me, that you were doubting your talent. Yeah. And what hockey talent, yeah. Your hockey talent, yeah. and what you're doing now is wanting. And helping the talents in in the whole world to to be seen, and that means that you are not afraid anymore for your talent because there there is now room for you to see all the talent in all the children in the whole world, and that's that's a huge huge thing. Thank you. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it means that you you you've done a lot a lot of work to be able to to be able to 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 um, internalize. Uh, no, I. We on, we always think that we have to get something from life that we have to grab something. Mm -hmm. but the most the most important thing and the most difficult thing. It's already inside us. Is to accept it. Yeah. To allow it. Yeah. And. You've made that space in your your heart, your body, to to be able to receive the presence yeah. from from life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. For the people who don't know, I just came to give a shout out to the project I'm doing, <laughs> as I'm the commercial director of it. It's the app called Scouter. I can't say yet, although I really want to talk everything about it and say all the developments in the current the history and the uh, potential of it. Remember the name Scouter, uh, it will be a new talent platform uh, and we will possibly launch probably between six and nine months, maybe earlier. But that's uh, just indeed, you know, of course, of it because you are close to me. So, um, but thanks really much for the big compliment because it's true. It's true indeed that my struggle about believing uh, if I was talented enough, yeah, it was kind of, you know, like, because I talked to Mark Lammers a uh, month ago which is also an ambassador of the app, like inspiration-wise, like you inspired me, like education-wise of talent. Because the people who are talent, like talented, like nine out of 10 people uh, per children gets, uh, if they have talent, uh, their their potential, you know, passion and joy gets fucked up by uh, bad parenting, uh, by parents who want to see the talent as well. 
uh, and I'm only talking about the, ter- the parents who, who are right, because there are way more parents who think they have the new Messi as a child when the child is, you know, not able to, to shoot the ball even. Uh, and that's also really, really bad, you know, for the children especially. It's a frustration from both parties. But um, Mark Lammer said, like, you know, one of the most beautiful things you can do is grow as a person in life. And w- how do you do it to bring value? And you ri- how do you bring values with your talent? And so he says, he's Mark Lammers' mission. And for people who don't know Mark Lammers, Mark Lammers is a successful, he was the most successful hockey coach with the Dutch national woman team and also the Belgian Olympic team with Olympic medals on the on different kind of Olympic games. And he is also a famous business um team coach so involved in business team processing for like he spoke for playstation in dubai for some fintech company i uh, lots of things going on and he said every person he's mission every person has the right on confidence mm. by developing his talents and and we know that's also by growing which is one and and by when you grow as a person it's beautiful but when you're for example indeed only growing for yourself and you're keeping everything you're not contributing anything and you're not giving back of the all all the the, the things you got in your life from other people uh, wisdom trainers coaches uh, parents friends all everything adds up and everything is this has the same value oh i want to talk uh, this brings me up to a new question no okay but yeah first i want to say something why that's why i make um a distinction between talents and gifts i i believe that we have talents and talents we can develop yeah that our skills has so skills, speaking learning yeah. and, and playing, sports, like cultural, playing sports cultural you, singing dancing and uh, but i think there's a, a, a deeper or higher level and that's where we are all gifted and what and I i'm doing a really bad drink by the way so sorry uh, <laughs> 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 okay go and what I find beautiful about that word is that we are gifted to to have that, but it's also a gift we need to pass on. We have it. You have never. You ha- uh, there's no value in a, in having a gift that you n- don't give away. Yeah. yeah. So, and 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 that's a, a little bit different with talent. Uh, talent you can you can keep for yourself. But when it's a, when your talent is a true gift, you give it back to the world. Yeah, and then your growth is automatically the growth of an of another person. Or and can you, can you, can you give a clean example of it of a person just uh, somebody you know? The difference between talents, maybe a person with a few talents or lots of talents, but it's just gifts, and then some talents contribute to his gift and others not. You. We can we can take you as an example. You have. I don't know. Want to talk about me too much, so that's why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but, uh, um, you have a lot of talent. You were good in hockey. You were good in, I think, chess. Yeah. And even even uh, magic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. True. That are talents. Yeah. But you're gifted with a big heart. You're gifted with the the gift of inspiration and you and that gift inspiration is something you you get you receive receive, but you also inspire other people so that's natural if that flows that that's what i call a a gift 
instead of a talent. Yeah. And to to have your gift um, uh, shine more, then you can you need the talent of speaking and, and, and yeah. And, and, but, but but I think that's also because if you know your gift or you know some talents, you still need to develop. You know. Because of your gift, because your gift is bigger, and your biggest, your gift is something I see, which is not from yourself, which is given to you, which is your like you're an actor, you can show on the play what your gift is like, and so you will somehow right, left way with determination, of course, and, and a good group of support around you, you will develop the skills when the timing is right, True. when you get through disappointments as well, um, you will develop them. To make sure you make optional, uh, uh, like the best potentially benefit of your gift. Yeah, yeah. And that that will always leave you with a feeling of fulfillment. Where if it's only talent, there there will always be some some kind of an empty empty spot. Yeah. Not completely fulfilled. Yeah, yeah. So and that that's where you know the difference. And for the people who are like really like, uh, I know as well. <laughs> And uh, when I was in the first class of secondary school, I didn't want to do anything with science. I was not good in it, in fact. I can't realize why, because now I somehow developed the, the quality of learning and thinking scientifically. Um, but I wanted to do economics, but as a really stupid economic teacher, it was so boring and we only did business administration things, so left and right uh, summons, you know. And <laughs> I just wrote, I want to become rich. <laughs> dot <laughs> and then uh but i know you know like that from it's really normal especially for for men and boys you know who are like you know business and uh, you know uh look at me and kind of uh, how can we say like if you give if you use your gifts it will generate so much more income you could possibly ever imagine can you give us, us your explanation and your view on that to convince them because they, they are listening they might be listening as well I I I think you need to to reframe the question. Reframe the question. Yeah. So I really understand it. Um so you have your gifts mm -hmm. and you can use your gifts and your ideas for, for a startup, a creative industry, mm -hmm. okay. uh, like yep. you become an artist singer, but this will generate so when you give, you give back, you contribute. Okay. You can only and you, generate you can only generate money if you believe if you believe allows you that. Because usually, why can you explain? Usually, we usually we we believe that our talents, our time, is worth money. That the world gives us money for in return for our time and our talents. Yeah. If we're not used that the world is giving money for our gifts. We're yeah. not used that the world gives money for being a lovely person, having spreading love, mm -hmm. spreading wisdom, spreading your gift. Yeah. That's something that we we want to keep separate. But once once you know that the most valuable thing you can share is your gift and it should be also for the material world, the mm. most valuable thing. Mm. Then you combine those two, and then you what what we we're talking about these two values. I want money, and I want to sh do something good. And in you the can world. have I'm both. Sure yeah. And then because if you change your beliefs around them, then you can can um, 
How do you say that? Combine them. Combine them and and make them one because yeah. they I think they're supposed to be one. Yeah. Yeah, but it's so difficult because people indeed like they grow up and we live in a system which kind of forces you oh, you are talented in uh, as an artist as a painter or something like that. Just an example. I'm just making it up now. But you're also good in, you know, uh, economics, law system, so you can do the tax advising or currency for a big corporate. The money is logically way with your parents, your friends. Oh yeah, let's go for the money. Hey, you're you need to uh, because you're 25, five years children maybe. So let's go buy a house and you know like do the the normal. Hey, let's say the normal living. And I'm not against the normal uh, living, but I just want to give pe- make people aware that there are more options that you don't need to be. Uh, you don't need to know at your 18 or your 21 or your 25 or your 30 what you're going to do for the rest of your life. You can see and you can you can just do what you like in a moment and for a few years and make a some kind of plan, but to be open to also the surprises of life because if you're going through the hey you do the study 18 to 21 you get your bachelor your master then in two years then you start your job you have the, you're already a girlfriend for five years in two years you have a baby yep. and that's it. No, it's really beautiful, by the way. But it's not. But there's more. Yeah, and that's what you know. And that's why we need. And that's all always the, the case. We always need. Um, how do you say that? Front runners, people that do something different for the first time. Yeah. And we need examples. Yeah. That you can do something different. Yeah. Than what is expected. Yeah. Um, and if we have enough examples from people of people that follow their heart, do something good for the world, and make a pretty good living, yeah, <laughs> with the fundament of joy and fun and yeah, yeah, because that's how you came to me that you had your examples and you wanted to be like yeah, and I had and I didn't have any fun at that time when I came to you in my uh, hockey because I was injured all the time. I was impressed by the opinions of my old coaches from years ago. You were stuck with that, and you wanted to be something like Steve Jobs and have that kind of impact. <laughs> yeah, okay, true. And and so, but I didn't see at that time. I didn't realize that my goal was the Olympic Games. Yeah. Okay, that was a little bit later. <laughs> um, yeah, a few years later was it. Yeah. But you couldn't believe that um, something better was waiting for you. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I definitely couldn't. No, that's definitely true. And my only job was um, being the one that still believed in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's definitely true. I think true. that's th- that's the one thing that we need most. That we need s- someone that believes Who sees your potential. And that sees the potential. Yeah. And that's keeps on believing in that yeah, even, even though <laughs> you think <laughs> no fuck this no. yeah yeah, yeah. because it's wrong. because we are so afraid sometimes of of you know of our potential be it it doesn't matter what what your dream is or what you believe somehow what kind of you, it, we talked about it why are people afraid for their we are more afraid of their potential than our fears on most of most of the time can yeah, you explain because i I, think I, I didn't believe I, you I, when you told I, me yeah, the first I, time i think that's more and I'm um, hard to convince. So you, and you did. I'm not a scientist in that way. Um, Explain it in I your think, words. I think it's it's even a biological thing. I think we exist. In, um, there exist two major forces. Um, one force has the needs to keep us safe, has to protect us from um, danger. 
be it's it physically, always, be it the yeah. opinions, yeah. It's always on the lookout for for possible danger. And the other part is the part that wants to grow, that wants to evolve, that wants to expand. Um, and we come from times evolutionary mm-hmm. where the world was a dangerous place. Yeah. Very dangerous. Yeah. So and we forget. And <laughs> we just some, sometimes we never realize that we come from this from place. That, and that's not so long ago. Because our brain is still the same as it used to be that time. It's the same. And where there were the, the physical um danger. Dangers. Yeah. Now it's changed to more so, emotional yeah. dangers. But they feel bodily, they feel the same. Yeah. So we're constantly on the lookout for those dangers. Yeah. And then there is no room for the other system that wants to grow. And grow is always, expansion is always outside the known. Yeah. Uh, what we call the, the comfort zone. Yeah. And um, unknown. The, and, and to grow, we have to step out of that comfort zone, out of the known. And the known, the unknown is always dangerous for our un- subconscious. It's um, per definition dangerous. And why? Because the known has brought us, has kept us alive until now. So <laughs> our our biology says, why should we change? <laughs> we are alive. We, we did a great job. It. We <laughs> did a great job, a better job than than than. Yeah, being killed uh, when you didn't watch out for the potential so danger. Why? Yeah. So it's it's natural that all our um, energy goes to not changing, not, and that's why what's the the purpose of crisis? What I think that sometimes a, a, a crisis in your life um, helps you to recalibrate, to step out of the system, your own system. Yeah, your own system. Like yeah. like we did when we drove here. We were talking <laughs> and we we had to 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 make an yeah. a, a turn yeah. and and after 5 minutes we were on the same road. Yeah. <laughs> we did an infinity uh, circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we 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 didn't take the, the the direction we had to take and we were in the same yeah. in the same circle. And that's that's what we do in life and that's what we know. I know this road. Ah, let's take it again. Until there's a crisis and you know, I don't want to be on this same road. I want to experience something else. And that's always, that gives always tension. That gives always, um, it goes against the survival. What's the smallest piece of advice? Because you talked about we confuse small steps and big steps. In fact, they are the same. Do you remember? Yeah. yeah. Can you explain it? Because you, you, some people, yeah, but the small step is, I want to have to, be, I want always the big step. Okay. Um, the shortcut. I wanted the shortcut as well. Yeah, but our our subconscious mind um, always feels the direction of of the energy. Um, so if we if we do two points, and we say I go from here to there, and it's only a small small uh, a small step, but our subconscious mind connects those dots and sees the direction of the movement and is afraid of where it will end <laughs> because it's not predictable. Yeah. And for the, for them, <laughs> for the people who like math, 
it's the difference between um, an, an exponential curve and linear and, and the, the, the logarithmic. Oh, yeah, logarithmic, logarithmic yeah. skill. Because that, there you put in the logarithm, that, that's what we know. We put more and more effort and the grow, growth yeah. goes down, but it's predictable. Yeah. And there's a ceiling yeah. of what's possible. And our growth system um, is exponential. It takes... In the beginning, you, you only notice very small steps. But eventually, you come to that curve, through that curve, and, and then, a new then, world. then there's anything. Is and possible. it's the same with because technology grows exponentially. But there were so yeah. many small steps of technology before the iPhone came, yeah. and after the iPhone, it became faster. And because of scientific developments, new scientific developments, which led to new discoveries, which led to new materials, which led to so there were two exponential curves uh, reinforcing each other. And then you get exponential, and that's we can we can't imagine how fast it goes. No. But if we believe it's a reflection, which you talked about, everything is a reflection. I believe my vision is that technology says something about our capability to grow. Yep. Not that every growth needs to be exponentially, but it's possible to grow exponentially, yep. and that's where the magic is. And linear steps and are also good. And if you need to start something with linear and you want to have it scheduled. To at least start from your starting point, I would say, great job, go on. But know that with the right steps and with the right techniques, which you teach me, which I hope you will demonstrate one day online for the whole world, <laughs> uh, because I think everybody should know this. Like, uh, from with the same with Scout, everybody should have a chance uh, to come out of poverty when there's no chance and to be discovered with your talent um, in, a, in a good way, uh, because we are doing it with the right strategy we are working on right now, we don't want to fuck up with dreams of children. We want to give them real chances. Yeah. Not just, oh, a traineeship of something and then they are not good enough. So, that we, that's, so we have a really good value. Persons with the right values, I think that's really important. Look for persons with the right values when you want to do something good. Mm. And look for people who are better than you in fields of you don't know of. That's what I did. Uh, that's what I say. I think I know everything, but I don't know uh, lots of things. And I, uh, people are way better in lots of different fields. But I just say, can I learn from you? I think that's what I did all my life, and that's where I got my growth, especially from, like, yeah. the same with you. I didn't know what you know, and I knew that you had something to offer because we met for the first time due to my hockey in the Youth Academy because we had one with all the big talents of the Hockey Club Blumenau, uh, Field Hockey Club Blumenau. Uh, we had a, a mental coach clinic evening. That's how we... how. I literally saw you for the first time and you me and I think you can't maybe you don't even remember me from that but that's why I remember you from and I when I went to my parents I could go to a sport psychologist they are even more like logical thinking you would say go to a sport psychologist who is you know known with uh, injuries and uh, pain handling etc no I'm going to Maurice <laughs> I have a good feeling with him he can teach me something the sport psychologist can't. I was really clear. In fact, when I think about it, it was as clear as the values of the persons who I want to have as now. Mm. Because that's yeah. why I uh, I went to you. Yeah. And I also pushed my parents. So sometimes I'm annoying and I'm a pushy guy, but mm. yeah. And, uh, that's, that's what I call intuition. That sometimes we know something so sure and we do not have the arguments for it to back it up. But yeah. the, the arguments come later yeah and that's what steve jobs i remember because uh now but steve jobs um quote was you can't connect the dot forwards you can only connect them backwards so you need to trust that somehow your intuition your heart your karma what the universe whatever it is you believe in god yeah. uh you need to trust in something and do what you like basically he says do what your intuition tells you to do 
and you don't need to know what be okay with being in the unknown and later on as i can say now with my project of scouter i can say oh this literally because of in the university an extra half year but apart from how much joy and how much life experience and as a growth as a person i got I also got a connection with somebody who was now really valuable to scouter i couldn't say at that time i didn't even know yeah. same with the dark spirit of my life i was connected to a person who listened to my podcast that's why i said to ruben also uh, in fact <laughs> i <laughs> i spoke to ruben a month ago uh, on the phone and i cried because i said man you brought me so much value with the podcast because scout i could do uh, uh is it and you know and that's what i'm grateful for and that's what i just give to to give to other people to give a starting ticket to do the same and to yeah make them gifts uh, you know uh, develop their gifts and to and it's a uh, it's um a light what's uh, buddhism says like you can if you light one candle it will light up all the other candles right something yeah. like that sure and 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 where we talked about when yeah. you when you're very depressed that even like this room i think this room can be completely dark if, yeah if the lights are off yeah um that what sometimes we think we think there's a source of darkness but there is not there's absence of light but there's no source of darkness so that's why you can have as much darkness if you if you want in this room but a small uh, a small light a small candle can remove all the darkness yeah and that's what sometimes in in in, in therapy is is I th what i think misunderstood is that people start working with and on the darkness to remove darkness but yeah. if we put out the lights here we we can do what we want but we cannot remove the darkness except <laughs> turn on turn on some kind of light yeah and then there is no darkness yeah so sometimes we we <laughs> we try things to solve things yeah. the, the the wrong way yeah and and one thing i want to mention uh, about intuition that when you get this hunch that i i need to do this um i'm not sure why but i need to do it if it doesn't feel if it doesn't bring some tension some fear then it's not a good intuition an intuition that brings you the the right way it must feel scary yeah. scary yeah. it must feel frightening scary you. it must yeah. feel frightening if it if it's really frightening then you can make the steps a little bit smaller yeah but if it doesn't feel scary at all it's probably not out of your comfort zone. No, then it's just an impulsive action and can be a stupid thing like just buying something which I did in the shop with her. Oh, I like it. Oh, fuck, I have no money. You know, like <laughs> that's indeed, that's not intuition. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's a good, really good mentioning uh, from you. Well, okay, Maurice, I think I've we've spoken about everything which I hoped maybe even more than uh, we could offer, uh, hopefully, to the listeners. We'll hopefully enjoy it. I forgot one thing. Uh, we will do the closing with three questions. Fourth, I think. Ah, I will look. But three, I think. <laughs> and uh, a charity. I didn't tell you because every episode, I want to do a charity button with donations, which nothing against mentioning again. Nothing goes to me. It goes just to this charity. Uh, I also don't make a deal with the charities. It's just an ID, which I find innovative for a podcast uh, because I got really much value, as I mentioned in this episode from it. Um, and which the first charity which pops up in your mind would be 
from people who think, oh, this is because they can donate on a freely basis mm-hmm. money about what they got from wisdom from this episode. Somebody who might be depressed, but who has uh, a really nice uh, income, but because of this depression, it's up a little small of light, which mm-hmm. helps him to turn him in the right direction or at least make a small step. And which can say, oh, I want to donate 10 euros to the charity you you can. Brings brings val- I see money as a value, uh, an er- energy carrier of value. Mm-hmm. And charities which we choose so really, like charities who are like really doing charity work, so good okay. work. Can you can you choose for me? Because I I have no, you, uh, you, you know me. Yeah. So you know what's yeah, oh yeah, in yeah, my yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I will choose one. I will just put it on the underneath the link. I have to think about Straight. it. Yeah, we'll do. So then we start with the closure questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you want to become when you were a child? As a job or a sports star? Um, I I thought about it, and I don't think I had a clear vision. Um. I think the, the the vision was that I wanted to be free and I wanted to be happy. I want I, I really wanted to enjoy life. Yeah. I, I had this this feeling life is about um enjoying life. Yeah. Well thanks thanks for the, for <laughs> that fundament. I'm just going to look up and uh to see if I yeah. Imagine everything is possible. What's your biggest dream? My biggest dream. I have I think I have a lot because <laughs> I, I I told my I told myself not to limit my dreams. Um the biggest. The biggest dream. Yeah, but it's not not the biggest dream, but I I want to be I want people that 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 suffer from depression, I want them that I want that there's a a, a place where they can go immediately to find help yeah and the right help because that's that's very hard now yeah be really beautiful one where do you see yourself in five years i know you just moved in five years i i i see myself um not in one place i see myself traveling around the world and feeling at home wherever i am and I see myself inspiring more and more people. Cool. K- stepping out of my comfort zone and go into the world, <laughs> bringing your light from south, uh, somber south, somber side, <laughs> to the rest <laughs> of the world. Yeah, I think it's a good, uh, t- a good timing for it. Yeah. Uh, do you believe we live in a simulation or a computer game, and reality is malleable? I don't believe that it's like some something like a computer game because then it's made by someone yeah um i think that we we are able to make our own world um between between what we believe so so part of me believes what's what your what your question is yeah that we sometimes sometimes be- that that there is something like a simulation yeah i had this vision as a, as a child when I was young, that I thought, what if my eyes were like televisions? So that I think that I see something there, but those are just screens. Uh, Then it almost, that that almost made me crazy. So I stopped (laughs) 
I stopped <laughs> thinking about it. But uh, that I was very young when I thought that. Oh, you never told me. This is really new for me as well to yeah. know. That's cool. Yeah. Well, Maurice, I think uh, we had. <laughs> I want to thank you for your time and your energy and your 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 value also you brought and. Uh, you're the, you know how uh, highly, uh, deeply you are connected to me. And uh, thank you so much for everything you did in my life, in others' life, of your other students as well. Um, and I hope you uh, take on the world and enjoy your time uh, around it. Thank you. Great to okay. be here. Thank yeah. you.